The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Today on UFC Unfiltered, a kind of a, an odd show because our internet is out and we have to take calls on cell phones. We talked to Max Holloway. We talked to Anthony Pettis, who are fighting this Saturday in Toronto, main event for the uh, interim featherweight belt. And of course, we talked to our boss, Dana White, who, let's just say, is on fucking fire today. He really spills it on everything. Great show today. Awesome. Great. UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by Digital Media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Now, Matt and I normally hear the music and the big buildup, but we didn't hear it today. But they heard that at home, no? Uh, they probably did, but I just want them to know. Oh, no okay. fault of Chris, the producer. The uh, Time Warner cable, which really, it, it actually is faster just to have somebody hand deliver you a letter than to use their internet sometimes, is down. So we are, we are expecting a call from the boss. We're starting earlier today. Dana requested to call in. We said, we'll see if we can accommodate. <laughs> I, fucking, I, I did half a workout and then left without a shower. So right oh, yeah? now my tits are sticking together. Do I sound okay to you? Do you I... sound always sound okay to okay. me. Okay. But Dana's going to call what just... What am I hearing? Am I hearing the problems that we're talking about? Yeah, they said if no? they hear a little static in the headphones, okay. it's fine. It All means right. nothing. The audience right. is not I'm hearing it. Uh, now, Chris's cell phone is going to ring. Dana's calling on Chris's cell phone, and we're going to pipe it in, because literally the, the internet here is down, unless it gets fixed, but Time Warner stinks. So Now, I wonder if I should bring up... <laughs> now, you know... The UFC, listen, they made this this deal. They gotta they gotta cut some costs, man. So I know a couple of guys. You know, I know, got the X, I Chuck know. Liddell and Matt Hughes. I just found out about Chuck, and I just want to know if I'm next. That's all. I, listen, I'm upset about them. Don't get me wrong. We <laughs> thought the same thing, Matt. <laughs> Give me some. We, we thought the <laughs> same thing, boss. Is our job next? safe? Yeah, but it's it, there's a theme there. You're not a former fighter, which is a good thing. I think it's a. Uh, well, actually, I don't know. I don't know how much Matt Hughes was doing. I, th- I don't know. Chuck, I'm never attacking. I love that guy. I love Chuck, too. Yeah. I mean, who knows if, if you know. I'm depressed about know. Chuck, though. He's such a face of the sport. Yeah, I think he's going to do. I mean, I think he's going to do just fine. Because I think that guy could just probably. I think he's probably still getting endorsed by things. And he could do it. I, I think he's probably doing well for New himself. New companies are. You know? New companies are rough, man. Because the first thing they do is they cut costs and they cut yeah. redundancies. It's yeah. what new companies do. Whenever there's a takeover, it's never we got to pay people more. Yeah, It's always we got to find a way to cut costs. Yeah, exactly. And believe me, if Liddell and Matt Hughes are out, podcast looking good. 
Wait, what? For being cut, I mean. Like, what? Looking, looking, looking good for, like, being cut out, so looking bad. Why would you say that? I'm just saying that's my fear. You're getting me upset. Don't get upset. I think we got to... Okay, we look, need the Chris, fans we, to rally. Right, listen, yeah, Both people, of tell them. them that, tell, oh, wait, somebody's calling. Look, this is Dana oh, now. Wow. Hold on. Should we bring this up right away? Hello? Dana, is hey, that you? Hey, what's up, boys? <laughs> hey, boss. How you doing? Listen. Good. How you doing? By the way, we have we, we have a technical problem. Here's the only reason Chris wanted you to do this, because he wanted your cell number, so you had to call his cell phone. <laughs> He's probably going to start fucking texting you. <laughs> hey, listen. I know, Dana, we might be... We might be limited for time. Oh, you might be. We we we, we have all day. the important stuff. Let's get yeah, to the important stuff. Yeah, let's get stuff. to the important stuff right away. And listen, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but I understand. You know, with the sell, the sale, and everything, you have to, the UFC has to cut costs, and you know they have to do the right thing and um for what's best for them with uh with the money. And uh, I know a couple of guys like you know Chuck Liddell, Matt Hughes. They 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 got the axe. You know, I know I know Chuck's going to do fine, and I'm sure Matt is too. Oh, me and Jimmy next. That's Are we the on the way out the door? <laughs> That's the fucking That's question. what we wanted to know. We'll let you go after this. Seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, when, when, when another company takes over another company, it's absolutely normal for them to come in, and especially at the executive level. Plus, you know, let guys go at the executive level. They have guys who they're going to bring in um, that, that will fill those positions. And some of these people that have been letting go that work for the company – these guys already have people to fill those roles. They have their own people. So it's their company. They roll in and they put their own people, uh, you know, in these positions. That's absolutely normal. You raised a good the point, Chuck too. The, the executive the, level. The, I didn't think of that. You're right. Executive yeah. level. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, uh, you know, a lot of our executives were let go. You know, mm. that's absolutely normal. They're going to come in and they're going to put their own people in those positions, especially a company as big as WME IMG. You know, they already have a ton of people um, for these positions. It's absolutely normal. Um, then um, then the Chuck Liddell, Matt Hughes thing, um, those guys were, you know, those were my guys. During the Zufa era, those were my guys. And, uh, I, I, you know, I, 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 I wanted them to retire. I respected these guys. You know, they, they helped build this company when, when, when I was growing it. And I told them both. I said, listen. Unless I drop dead or, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, it's, it comes to a position sometime where I'm not controlling right. how much money is being spent or all that stuff. You know, you guys will get a paycheck until that day. And that day came. You wow. know what I mean? I, it, you know, it, the, the thing with Chuck and Matt, it was a loyalty thing from me. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? It was my gift to them for being the guys uh, that they were when, 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 uh, you know, me, Frank and Lorenzo, it was our money. Yeah, of course, and I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna land on our feet. But that brings us to the podcast. How's yeah? How's that? Are we looking? Yeah. Listen, no, I'm sure things did. I'm not a prick, but I mean, do me and Jimmy still have a job? Yeah, let's we be honest. Know. Be honest. What's the buzz on this? Why are you really calling yeah. in? Is this the reason? We get the axe. Yeah, you got. You guys are gonna be fine. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank God. Now we we also had to ask you too because uh, you had alluded to it one time, and then the news broke that uh, George St. Pierre is kind of heading up these. The fighters, uh, I, I guess, what are they calling it? They're not calling it a union. They're calling it a association. association. And, and what are your thoughts on that? And, and how did you find out about it? Listen, I don't know. I don't know enough about it to, to really speak on it. You know, the only thing I need to know is the biggest scumbag in the history of combat sports, Bjork, is, is, is involved in this thing. And if you're a fighter, listen, there's, there's three unions out there now all battling against each other. And if you're a fighter, these guys are all looking to get in your pocket. 
It's another business. It's 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 a business where guys are going to make money. And as a fighter, if this is what you want to do, you got to figure out whose hand you want in your pocket. And I guarantee you, you don't want Bjork's uh, hand in your pocket. You know, what I mean, this guy is one of the biggest. The, oh, the one thing that I do know that came out of this thing is this scumbag who knows nothing about our business is talking. To, he says, yeah, they only pay the, the, the fighters eight uh, percent, uh, you know, of the revenue. I hope you're talking about Conor McGregor, okay? Yeah, we're paying eight percent of the revenue. You must mean Conor McGregor, right, Bjork? You stupid motherfucker! Um, a Bjorn? You mean is this Bjorn? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Old, the old Bellator yeah. guy. Bjorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, so yeah. Do you think there's a they, motive they for him? Saying, you know, when I was a promoter, I paid fifty-three percent of the revenue because there was no fucking revenue. <laughs> now you're paying fifty-three percent. There was no fucking revenue. Listen, if that's the way we're going to gauge this back in the old days then I was paying 250% of the fucking revenue. You know what I mean? Right. What a fucking piece of shit this guy is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, that. my God. From the guys that fought over there and dealt with them. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, I'm telling you, I heard, I was surprised to see him standing with the guys when I saw a picture of the yeah. thing. Listen, if yeah. you're going to have a guy in your pocket, you know what I mean, and you're a fighter, you might want to go out and ask some other fighters, you know, sure. what, what their uh, opinion is of this fucking scumbag. So do you think there's you know? a motive for him, Dana? Because uh, do, you th- do you think that he wants that? Yeah, he doesn't to- have a job. <laughs> 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 the motive is he's unemployed. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good motive. Are you mad at uh, any of that might be a childlike question, but are you uh, mad at like GSP or Kane Velasquez or any of these guys that are, or, or TJ that are involved? Not at all. Listen, at the end of the day, here's the reality. Um, the fighters can go out and do whatever they want to do. They're, they're all grown men, man. Sure. And, and in life, you, you know how it is. We, we all have these paths to walk down, and, and, and this is what these guys, you know. I, I'm a little shocked, I'll tell you this, that Cowboy Cerrone didn't give me a call. You know what I mean? If, if you're that unhappy and whatever, let me tell you this, too. And, and, and not to be whatever, but first of all, he's only main evented headline like three fights. Right. Fight nights. Headline three fights in his career. Never held the title in the WEC. Never held the title in the UFC. Right. And a couple years ago, he was on his boat. He gets into a beef. Right. With a guy on another boat. He's in big trouble. Who does he call? He calls me. What do I do? I go out and find him the best criminal defense lawyer. And I spent over $100,000 of my own money. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you, you know, felt like he should have called Co- you. Yeah, for Cowboys Zeroni. So, you know, when I see Cowboys standing up there, it's like, all right, really? Okay. I mean, you wow. develop, uh, I mean, not even a thick skin after a while, but I mean, you know, I've done stuff for exactly. my buddies. Yeah, I've done stuff for my buddies, too. And, and guys right. that, if they don't appreciate it, and then they not only do not appreciate it, but then that you feel they come at you sideways or blindsided after that. I mean, how do you deal with that? You just say, all right, Listen, fuck it. Nobody's got thicker skin than me, man. Yeah. You know, it just gets to the point where you're just like, whatever. Okay. Yeah, so do you, yeah, but you're, let, you're let, a pick up the phone and call kind of guy. Cause when you, again, I think when you hired Matt and I to do this, you just picked up the phone and you, you, you cursed, you want to do the fucking podcast. Okay. <laughs> so you kind of, you kind of like would respect if a guy would at least, if they're doing something just to go, Hey man, this is what we're doing. And we wanted you to know why. Yeah, ne- never heard a word from Cowboy, but whatever, it's all good. No, I never called him, never called any of the guys. So, man, you know, hey, he's a big boy. He oh can yeah, do what listen, he wants to do. Listen, uh, I, 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 I saw. Yeah, but, um, but this is the way yeah. it is. It's, it's, it's crazy. 
you, 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 it's, I, I saw this thing the other day where, where this kid, uh, you know, uh, Patrick Cummins. Yes. Remember Patrick Cummins? Yes. So let me tell you a Patrick him. Cummins story. He just writes this thing where he says, uh, yeah, I'm homeless. I'm living in a tent, you know, kind of thing. And uh, this guy was working at Starbucks. Okay. You would pull up to the window. You'd order your coffee. Yeah, I'll have a freaking coffee, okay. uh, you know, latte, whatever it is. You pull up to the window, and Patrick Cummins would be there ready to take your money and give you, you know, your coffee. Right. Now, some John Jones fell out of the fight, right? And there was this story that Patrick Cummins was telling everybody that he made Daniel Cormier cry. That's right. And, and, and yeah, when they wrestled. Yeah. yeah. So there was huge animosity between those two and whatever. So, and I'm not shitting on his job. Sure. I'm not shitting on his job that he worked at Starbucks. There's, you know, listen, I, I say it all the time. I was a bellman. I used to, I used to say, well, welcome to the, to the Boston Harbor Hotel, sir. Can I take your luggage? Okay. So I'm not, I'm not shitting on this guy's job. You're just saying he wasn't so, actively in the, in the hunt. Exactly. He, exactly. This guy was working at Starbucks. Sure. Okay. I don't know what fucking Starbucks is paying, but I, I'm assuming it's not a lot of money. Right. Right. So we bring him in. We bring him into the UFC. He's, he's a, he's a guy who's, you know, just breaking in. We gave him an opportunity and the guy made $300,000. So my question is, how the fuck are you homeless now? But you weren't homeless when you were working at Starbucks. Now, is he blaming you guys or saying you somehow didn't That's do right? Just, it's just that thing he puts out, you know, oh, I'm homeless living in a tent. What the, what the, fuck, the, what the fuck did you do with your $300,000? Right. You know what I mean? So I, I, so I can't wrap my brain around the fact that you weren't homeless when you worked at Starbucks. You came in here, made three hundred grand, and and now you're homeless. Yeah, it's like what did you How do? How does that it? make sense? Yeah, that's a fucking circus. Listen, sounds like uh, some, <laughs> that sounds like some poor money management. To me. Exactly. Yeah. He should deal, talk to his accountant, Dana. Um, I saw a thing with John Jones recently, right, uh, on Joe Rogan's on Joe's, yeah. on Joe's podcast, and there was. Uh, I, I found this interesting. He said that he would have a, he had like a routine of a week before a fight he would get blackout drunk and just and he would do it to uh, like just t so if something went wrong in the fight he could look at himself in the mirror and say oh the reason why I lost to this guy is because I partied the week before so that's what he would do and the only fight he didn't do it for he said was his one versus uh, Ovin uh, Pro yes and and, I, and he said that was his worst fight. So what does that mean? So, so what is that? Say that, it again. Who, 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 okay. who was it? John, John Jones was on the oh, Joe John Rogan. Jones. Okay, yeah. Yes, he was I on know. the Joe Rogan hey. podcast, and yeah, he said, no, we, "I heard all that. I just didn't hear who the fighter was." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, okay. John is uh, John. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I heard stories. You know, I, I, yeah. I never knew any of this firsthand. <laughs> obviously, when he was fighting, but I would hear stories that people would see him out partying and stuff like that. And I'd be like, come on. I mean, the guy couldn't have been fucking. I mean, you don't fight at this level and you don't. And John Jones is so badass and so good. Sure. There's no way in hell that could be true. But apparently it was, you know. And I don't know. Matt, you would know better than me or anybody else. I mean, when you're a fight, some fighters have weird <laughs> yes. rituals and do weird things. And, you know, whatever, whatever makes them tick and whatever gets you through it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, even know what to say to that. I don't know. I just don't even know. I just, I just found it very odd that he said the only one that he didn't do it for is the one that he looked the, his worst fight. So in my mind, 
it's like Ray Longo not wearing his special underwear to the fight, and he goes, oh, I forgot it, the only fight I... So people get superstitious. But it could also be he was right. off for a while before that fight, too. Didn't he have a long layoff before the uh, the same proof fight? So maybe that was it. Yeah, well... Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so what do you... Yeah, what he do you, had a long layoff. Do you see him... Sorry to interrupt you, Matt. Do, mm-hmm. do you see him coming back? Because like, now he got a one-year suspension, I guess, from the point of when it happened, which is like July 4th around there. So if you guys want to fight him uh, early July or mid-July of this coming year in 2017, can you promote before then or he can't even announce until then? How does that work? Um, yeah, no, I don't know how this whole thing's going to play out, but he'll definitely be back this summer. Okay. He'll be back this summer. All right, good. And uh, we would like to ask you also about Connor being granted yes. a boxing license. Um, did you see that coming? You know, you, you never, I don't see anything coming with Connor. you know? Conor McGregor is is a very unique individual and and and, and very different. I let Conor be Conor. I let Conor do his thing. You know, everybody always thinks that there's some type of animosity with me and Conor, and there's always something bad brewing. Listen, I I don't know how much more I could say it publicly, how much I respect the guy, right. how different and special he is, and everything else. You know, and then all this stuff going on with you know, I stripped him of the title and I and strip him of anything. You know what I mean? The, the deal was I said every day leading up to that fight, he had to give up one of those belts. And what do you think? I just went, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I picked yeah. 145. No, he, he gave up the 145-pound title. But it doesn't, it doesn't take away, you know, he says I'm still a two-way champion. He's damn right he is. Yeah. He is a two-way champion. That's right. It doesn't, t- it doesn't take away what that guy accomplished and what he's done. And when you look at the 145-pound title, he didn't lose it. He gave it up. He yeah. didn't lose it. He was never beaten, and the, and the belt was never taken from him. He's the man. He's the guy, you know? No doubt about it. It's just so that you got to free up the division, too. That people try to stir up over, you know, the belt thing. Did I not say every day leading up to the belt, I'd never done this before, but I was going to do it for Connor? Right. I'm gonna, I've never done it before, but I'm going to do it for Connor. And, uh, you know that belt hadn't been hadn't been defended in almost a year, and Connor's taken another ten months off for maternity. It's just it's not fair to the rest of the guys in that division. Max Holloway's on eleven fight win streak. Oh, you yes. know, yeah, I'm, um, I'm looking forward to that this week. Max, no, I, think it's, I think it's nine actually. I think it's a nine fight. Am I correct? I think it's nine. He's, it? he's going for number ten against Anthony uh, in uh, a few days or a couple weeks. So you know he's on this incredible win streak. If you look at nine fights, yeah. You know, nine fights is three years, man. You know, no, he's getting he better three and better. times a year. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, Pettis d- d- absolutely deserves a shot. And, and Jose Aldo j- just beat Frankie Edgar. So you can't tie up the entire division. Um, but I did let him, I let him fight for it. I let him do it. A lot of people, a lot of people. You look at all the pros for, for, for the Eddie Alvarez Connor fight. A lot of people picked Eddie Alvarez to win that fight. That's nah, right. shit, man. I, I picked it. I picked you know? it too. So he's now he yep. gave up that so, belt. Do you care if he fights? Uh, I know you let him do what he wants, but if he fights f- fights Floyd Mayweather, whether it happens or not, a he risks getting hurt, and b then that lightweight uh, title. Then there's a whole a, a period of time he can't he can't defend that. He's not fighting Floyd Mayweather. He's not fighting Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather isn't going to fight him, man. It's it's just it's never going to happen. Listen, if you look at uh, <laughs> the biggest fight anybody ever talked about at the time was Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather. Look how long it took that fight to be made 
And those guys are in the same sport. Right. Man, that fight sucked, by the way. Yeah. It Plus, it's horrible. Plus, Floyd, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Floyd. Listen, even no matter what you're doing, the timing or whatever it is, to go undefeated for 20 years, it's it's a, it's, it's a huge feat. It, it's incredible. Um, but Floyd has been perfect at fighting guys at the right, the right guys at the sure. right time, you know? Well, and uh, he, he isn't going to get in there and mix it up with with Connor. Well, maybe he feels like he can beat Connor in a pure boxing match because Connor's Connor's very fast and very strong, but Mayweather's extremely fast. Let me tell you this: knowing what you know about Connor, just from what you've seen, without even knowing him personally, do you think that if him and Floyd get in there and start mixing it up, uh, you know, Connor McGregor might not hit him with a spinning? fucking back kick to the body or you know what i mean <laughs> oh wait could he, i thought it was pure boxing no it's supposed to it, be even if it was pure boxing he's saying he, had a reflex <laughs> doesn't mean he can't throw a kick oh you know what that yeah, would be nice imagine that <laughs> throws, he throws a kick and gets disqualified but knocks him out <laughs> flying knee kick <laughs> no that, really whatever you know what i mean yeah no, and, and uh, if you're floyd why would you even risk that no, that's true you'll uh, be humiliating uh, really quick, Dana, I, only because I've seen this, and I've never seen this before. Um, I want to talk about Khabib really quick. Uh, That's right. <laughs> and, yep. that, and, and, and him talking to you, uh, between, I've never seen anything like this in my life. It, he's not even done with uh, Michael Johnson when he's fighting Michael Johnson. And between oh, yeah. rounds, he's telling you he wants to fight you. He's calling Con I, First of all, I loved it. He's telling everybody normally is worried about the fight. Are they winning? Let me get my heart rate back down. He's The guy's arguing with Dana about uh, if he could fight Conor McGregor next, telling him, I better. Well, Dana, what, what was he saying exactly? I want to fight your son. He's, he's fighting with son. me more than he's fighting with Michael Johnson. He's like, he's like, you know, you know, this should have been my title shot, right? I should have had this title. Give me the title fight. You know, look at, look at this, look at this fight. I, I said, I said, Khabib, win this one first. Yeah. Pay attention. Go win this fight first. Go win every round. He came back and was screaming mm. at me the entire time yeah. that, that the guys were trying to work on him in the corner. Oh, I mean, I thought I think that's, I think that's uh, I'm really I'm impressed with him. Uh, what do you think about a fight um, between him and and Connor? I mean, uh, Johnson in the beginning of the fight looked would looked um, looked awesome for like almost the three minutes, and then it was then it was then it really took a drastic turn for him. But yeah, he 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 uh, Michael Johnson rocked him yes early in that fight. Um, yeah, he did. He looked good, and, and Michael Johnson's wrestling is he's he's a good wrestler. Um, yeah. When, when Khabib got him down, he completely dominated him. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, even when he got away from some, it was like it was just inevitable after a while. Once his snap was a little less with his striking, and he would, and he's a tough guy, so he, he hung in there longer than I think most would down on the floor. But that was like a slow death down there. And, and even when he gets locked up with him, I've seen footage of him getting locked up with Luke Rockhold up against the cage and taking him down. I mean, he's, he is a gorilla, Khabib. In, in, yeah, he is. And it's one, of, it's one of those things where, I mean, that fight, I mean, is Connor accurate enough to, to, to keep him away and put him away with the strikes? And if not, is he going to survive getting even in, even in the clinch, is he going to survive with him? So, See, that's one of the fun things about Connor McGregor, though. Every time Connor fights another fight, this is the guy that's going to beat Connor because, uh, yep. you know, Connor has no wrestling. Connor yeah. has no this. Connor has no that. Yet Connor comes in and just looks better and better every time he fights. I've stopped picking against Connor. I, I don't love Connor. He's great for the sport. I, I enjoy rooting against him, but he the guy's fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, he just every time you think this guy's going to beat him, Connor kills him. So you just you can't pick against him. It's crazy. It's true, man. It's true. He 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 uh he he is 
so special. And I mean, everybody thought, you know, all the experts thought that, 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 um, you know, especially if you see how, how Eddie Alvarez had just, uh, you know, dismantled friggin' Dos Anjos, man. I mean, yeah. went in there, you know, he had both, he had all the tools. He could stand and trade with Connor, you know, cause he's got good hands, good power and a good chin. And his wrestling was supposedly so much better than Connor. Yeah. Connor stopped every one of his shots. He didn't take Connor down once. I'll tell you what, well, here's what seems to happen. Sorry about it. It seems like the guys who do really well against him is, is a guy like Nate Diaz. Guys, besides the, the obvious, uh, you know, weight, is guys who are not afraid of that moment. And it seems like, you know, Jose Aldo is, is a, like a, you know, a martial artist, respectful. And uh, Eddie Alvarez seemed to be overwhelmed by that moment. And Khabib doesn't seem like he'd be overwhelmed by that moment because he, he likes to talk shit and he likes to be that guy. So he may have an easier time mentally dealing with that and it may not affect him in the ring as much. Well, there's a, there's a bit there's a difference when you move up in size. I mean, for Conor McGregor at 145, 155 pounds, which is his weight class, um, you know, when you move up to 170, you know, you saw it in the Diaz fight. Diaz was so much bigger than him, and Diaz did a great job. Diaz is another one too, who has an, a, an unbelievable chin. Um, you know, has good stand up and has good punching power himself, laying on him and and really putting his weight on him, and and you know. Did, did a great job in that fight of doing exactly what he needed to do, bum rushing him, you know, running in at him all the time and, and, and putting tons of pressure on him. Um, and then, you know, there's been this talk between Woodley and Connor about those guys fighting. Oh. The difference is, is that when you get to that, that, that to the level, those guys that, that fight at 170 walk around way more than 170. What Connor's mm. trying to make 170, he weighed in at 168. Um, and it was hard for him to get to that weight, you know. Those guys are used to, take, you know, getting hit much harder. Yeah, it could be dangerous. Yeah, I'd like to see the fight. I would want to see even more than Woodley Connor would be. Uh, uh, Stephen Thompson Connor, I think, would be a really interesting fight. True. I don't think it'll happen. It's but. just I, I just don't think Connor needs to mess around at that weight. He needs to stay at fifty-five. I mean, you guys are just talking at the beginning of this conversation about how tough of a fight Khabib is. You know, Khabib's a fifty-five pounder. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fifty-five pounder. That's a fucking gorilla <laughs> yeah i'm so exactly. impressed with that guy i think that's a he's a monster movie and that would be and i like when he's talking about the fight i like his his trash talk where he's saying he's not going to submit him he's going to take him down he's going to smack him around he's gonna talk, <laughs> and he's just going to talk to him and oh man dude it's a fucking nightmare if you hear this guy talk <laughs> you know it's funny because he's you know he believes every second of it every word of it and Dana, what, what did you think about, I mean, Roy Nelson, uh, he, he recently issued an apology, and it, it seems like a genuine apology. Um, I, I know you had been very vocal about it's unacceptable all the time, and I get that they gave him a nine-month suspension, but what, what are your thoughts on Roy, and uh, he, maybe he just realizes he fucked up? Listen, the, the ref is in there. The ref is in there to um, for your safety, to stop the fight and to whatever. And, you know, you don't ever, ever put your hands on the referee ever or your feet or anything else and here's the problem with the apology right after the fight at the press conference you know they asked him a question like uh you know why'd you do that why'd you put your hands on mccarthy or whatever you did and whatever and 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 he said something like i like uh you know i did it but i'm not sorry i did it i did it and i'd do it again or something oh, wow. like that i can't Man. remember exactly what he said so then coming back to apologize just so you can get a lighter sentence 
doesn't really seem like an apology to me. Oh, okay. You think it might have a different motive than the actual... That's just, yeah, the motive is to not be suspended for so long. He doesn't like John McCarthy, okay? Right. Listen, my whole career with John McCarthy hasn't been, you know, hasn't been all, you know, sunshine and rainbows either. But, uh, you know, John McCarthy is, is, is one of the best to do it. And, uh, and he's in there for your protection and everything else. And he's not a fighter. Right. You don't put your hands on him, ever. Because, listen, there's a difference between you, you, when, two, when two guys who are professional athletes sign a contract to go in and fight one another for money, right? You're a professional athlete. When you put your hands on anybody else other than that, that guy, it's assault. It's a crime. Right. Whether it happens in the octagon or it doesn't, it's a crime. You don't do it, ever. Okay. Um, and what do you think about, uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, Chris Cyborg saying that she wanted to stay in the division and see if the UFC opened up uh, the women's featherweight at 145, or if they don't do it, she's going to leave. What are your thoughts about that? And can you see well, a, what's well, crazy about that? What's crazy about that is this. What's crazy about that is this. Um, I offered Chris Cyborg a title fight at 145 pounds. Ooh. Um, a month ago, she had, she had eight weeks to get ready for it. She said she couldn't make the weight. What? She said she couldn't make 145 pounds. So then I offered her another 145 pound title fight for Brooklyn. Ooh. She turned it down. So what the hell is she Whoa. talking about? She turned down 245 pound title fights. One, because she, she said she couldn't make 145 pounds in eight weeks. Right. And right. Joe Silva's like, if she can't make 145 pounds in eight weeks, 145, uh, 145 isn't the right weight class for her either. Right. Right. Well, that's you know? pretty mind blowing. Well, right? well, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Who did you offer her the fight against? Uh, we were, first we offered her the fight against uh, Holly Holm. And then we offered her the fight against Jermaine. And it would have been a 145 uh, featherweight title fight in the women's division. Correct. We offered her a 145-pound title shot. She had eight weeks to get ready for it, and she said, that's not enough time to make the weight. I can't make the weight in eight weeks. And what was her excuse the second time? There is no excuse. She just turned the fight down. Wow. Uh, that is so bizarre. What, now, what do you think it is? Does she think, think she's holding out for Ronda, or is she afraid that this – I mean, she's, she's, uh, she's killer in the ring. Is she afraid of losing? I, I have no idea. Yeah. This whole thing about making weight – first of all, obviously – when we did the deal with, with, with Cyborg, we sat down with her and said, listen, you know, if you can make it down to 135 pounds, well, you know, maybe we can hire a dietitian and help you get there or sure. whatever and, and get you in the mix, get a couple of fights with these girls and then fight Ronda for the title. And she was all in. I mean, that's why she signed the deal. Then she was having a hard time doing it. So she cut down to 140, um, you know, 140, 140. Then, then this whole thing about I can't make 140 pounds. Finally, we just said, fuck it. All right, then. We'll make a 145-pound title for you, and uh, here we go. She said, I can't make 145 pounds in eight weeks. <laughs> so what weight does she want to fight uh, at? Okay. So then we offered her the fight in Brooklyn, and she turned that one down too. That's crazy. That is crazy. And so just, maybe there's something yeah, else going on Just there. for the record, I always well, this, said, does, this yeah. doesn't have to do with weight. I mean, it, it yeah. obviously has nothing to do with weight cutting. I don't know what it has to do with, but 
Very strange. Sure, we're going to figure it out. Very strange. But I uh, just for the record, I always said her versus Holly Holm would be an amazing fight. Yeah, that would be a great fight. I always thought that would yeah, be Yeah, I agree. That would be wild. Although I think if she got uh, Holly up against the cage, Holly would it's be It's hard to trouble. get a hold of her. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I meant to ask you too about Connor before with the boxing license. And you, just for the record, Holly was so excited. I believe Holly she was. Holly was so excited for that fight. But her coach, John Winklejohn, said that's not the right fight for Holly. Oh, really? Yeah, so Why so Holly had, had to turn, Holly had to turn it down. Oh, so we went we went with Jermaine, and Jermaine wants to fight. Oh man! Yeah. Uh, do you think the uh, the boxing license? Do you think Connor's using that as a ploy to try to like dangle that in front of you guys and go, look, if I don't get more money for the next fight, I go out and I box? No, con- con- listen. Everybody said Connor's never come back to me and tried to renegotiate his deal ever. Connor has a deal, and con- the, and and as many times as Connor fights. He doesn't have many fights left on his UFC contract, so okay. you know. Listen, he, he he can he can fight out the remainder of his contract, and you know we can start negotiating again, or he can become a free agent. And he can do whatever he wants to do. Right. What do you think of Tim Elliott? I was extremely impressed with Tim Elliott against uh, awesome. Demetrius Johnson. I mean, he, in the first round, first I thought he all, was finished because he, he. I thought he gassed. He won the first round, I, but I thought he gassed though. <laughs> like he was so tired at the end of the first round. I'm like, yeah. he'll never win this fight. Right. First of all, the whole card was awesome. Yes. Then the fight with, with, with Tim Elliott was so good, man. Tim, Tim came in. He was ready for that fight. He was in fantastic shape. He obviously trained the right way to fight Demetrius. And, uh, you know, it's funny because if you looked at that first round, he hurt. He hurt Demetrius. He knocked him down, yeah. Then he had him in that submission. Yeah, and all I kept thinking about was Matt Sarah. <laughs> and the last time we did something like this was, yeah. was I swear to God, it was, it was, it was Sarah versus GSP. Yeah. Matt Sarah goes in there and knocks GSP out in the first round, right? <laughs> Nobody saw that coming, right? And uh, and then everybody's like, oh, God, Tim Elliott's going to get a shot. And the, and the guy went in there and looked like an absolute stud. It was a fantastic you know, he, he fight. He definitely made Demetrius earn his money that night. Yeah, after he uh, – after he, uh, there was one point, I want to mm. say it was at the end of the first round, where he was in the middle of the ring, Tim was, and his hands were down, and he actually put his hands on his knees mm. and took a deep breath. And I'm like, oh, man, he, he really he, – But he didn't he slow dumped. down, though, no. to his credit. He man. was really good, yeah. man. Very impressive. So it's he's, kinda, fun to, he's fun to watch, Tim Elliott. I wonder if he, took, if he caught Demetrius off guard a little bit uh, with being as good as he I, was. I think he's an unorthodox fighter, and I think it had more to do with that than oh, he's yeah. so unorthodox. All right. Well, this was great, dude. Uh, yeah, is there, by the way, is there anything? Is there any reason like you wanted to call? Did you want to promote anything that we didn't get to? Um, he misses. No, me. man. Okay. To- totally cool. And, and uh, then, everything. Go ahead. I'm cutting. I you just off. wanted to answer <laughs> everything you guys wanted to know. Yeah. Uh, lastly, and and possibly most importantly, listen. I'm happy. Listen, I'm having a blast here with Jimmy. Me and, too. And you know, Chris, the producer, and uh, and, and you know, I'm not. And not that I'm not having a blast at home with my wife and, and three kids. But can, dude, can you get me on the fucking road? <laughs> can I get back on the road with you? Can you fucking please? Yeah. So, all right, we can transition to that. So, good question because a lot of people have been asking me about that. Yes. Looking for a fight. Yes. The new episode of Looking for a Fight Whoa. comes out in January. Yes. Okay. Comes out in January, and then uh, we go back on the road in January, Matt Sarah. So, I, I'm so get excited. ready, buddy. See We're that? You see that? That's- that's worth everything. I certainly do. And <laughs> uh, worth, don't think so I forgot about don't think I forgot about tagging along for one and being oh. like being like the little sidekick. The <laughs> little sidekick who does nothing. Like Bobby Brady at the drive thru when he was in the backseat. <laughs> yeah, while you guys are out doing man shit, I'm getting a massage in the hotel room. <laughs> so the <laughs> new creepy new episode in January of Dana White looking for a fight. 
And um, yes. what, do you, what do you feel about uh, Ronda's fight coming up? I mean, it's a huge fight for the UFC. She's coming back December the 30th against uh, Amanda Nunes for the title. And uh, what are your thoughts, if you have any? Yeah, it's exciting. You know, obviously, you know, the return of Ronda is a big deal. She is taking this thing so serious, man. She is, she, guess guess what she weighs right now? I, I No clue. 140? 135 pounds. Oh, she's oh, wow. out. That's great. That's she crazy. weighs 135 pounds. She's doing everything she can to try to keep weight on. I was just watching. Yeah, she's in sick shape. Stuff. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to her return. I can't wait. Rogan had talked about, too, about, about these guys not having to cut and just staying at the weight they're at. Do you think that will ever happen, too, where guys will just kind of fight at the, with the weight or, or reasonably close to the weight they walk around in? Will that be better for those guys? I have no idea. You know what I mean? I mean, th- th- this sport, people have been cutting weight since the beginning of time, since, right. you know— if, if there's a if there's a lighter weight you can get to, these guys will do it. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know the answer to that. If if, if uh, st- staying you know at your right weight is the right answer, or cutting, I don't know. Why do they do it? Like, why not just fight around the weight you're at? I mean, it's a choice they're making, right? Like, nobody is being forced to go uh, oh, hell no. from middle to welterweight. Like, so why yeah, do they actually do it? with this whole drug testing thing now by USADA that we're doing? Um, it, it you know. These guys are now fighting at a much closer weight than they ever did. Because, because they can't, uh, you know, they the can't IDs take what they used to take. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. All right, Dana. Well, hey, I appreciate no. it. That, that covered a lot of ground. Shit, man. Uh, we got everything covered. That was perfect. Cool. Always <laughs> hey. a pleasure, boys. Uh, thanks, buddy. I will thanks, see, you, uh, see you soon, okay? All right. And by the Bye-bye. way, thanks for the great tickets. I haven't talked to you. Uh, thank you for the, the 205 tickets. We're fucking phenomenal. You're welcome. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Take care, Dana. All right, boys. Be good, man. All right. Bye. You too. Bye. That was so fun, too. I, I ate all the Danish fruit. I, I bothered fucking... Uh, who's that ball player that I bothered? Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. I talked to Victor Cruz today. He's a handsome guy. The Giants are playing the Cowboys no, next I'm, week. I'm out of this conversation. No, Victor Cruz, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he was a wide receiver, right? He's, he's yeah. a good ball player, and he's... Uh, they're playing the Cowboys this week. He was promoting some Gillette he was, stuff. He was by us in the in the first. Uh, in that, the was first Odell, row. that was Odell Beckham. Yeah, he's black guy with blonde hair. Okay, great player. I was uh, next to Hannibal. Me too. No, it's right. Oh, I, was, I was like a sandwich between you and Hannibal. Oh, how that was nice. I just like the name drop. I don't know the guy. I like Hannibal. I brought up Daddy's home to him. I'm like, oh, he's probably fucking miserable <laughs> next to me. I'm like, oh, I love Daddy's home. He's like, oh. But anyway, Animal's I'm psyched about. Guy. Yeah, he seems nice. Yeah, I am so psyched about going back on the road with looking for a fight and the new episode. Some put it on somebody's Twitter because I don't got Twitter anymore. <laughs> and the guy, by the way, the guy called me up. Oh, by the way, let me finish my thought before I forget. New episode: Dana White looking for a fight. In case people are just putting on the podcast now, which doesn't really make sense because it's not live. Um, is it's January, Chris? It's extremely exciting. Uh, thank you. And, you well, know, for Matt and for Dana, yeah, I know. Dude, not very exciting for Chris uh, and Jim. Well, not so much for Chris, but you're definitely going to be invited on on the road. I hope so. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. I hope so. But uh, I'm so excited about that. I have such a good time on that, like, like you know, on that show with him. But uh, what the hell else was I going to say? I got to get in better shape now if I'm going to be back on camera. Why? I don't know. I did the I I did my workout this morning, and my buddy was a little late. So I jumped on that elliptical, and I'm glad I did. Cause I actually feel my legs. Just 20 minutes before he got here. I feel I I'm walking up to the the, the subway stairs. Right, right? Yeah, I feel my fucking legs. I'm like, damn, because I, I haven't done it in a bit. 
I've been just fucking strangling people. Well, because the boss called in early today. Yes. And I, I had to shower. I, I normally shower after the gym, but I yeah. did a 45 minute workout Ooh. and then just fucking took my shirt off and put this on. So yeah. right now my balls really? smell like a Reuben. Oh no! Ooh, no! <laughs> I was gonna say you do look um, fit, or like you're like you're cutting weight or something. What are you doing? I'm shooting my special. The is that 17th. more? Right? Is that the thing? Yeah, I'm. You look eating, pretty healthy, thank Jimmy. Thank you, Matt, very much. I'm I said that healthy. when I came in too. When you I did. first walked in, just yeah. so people know, I'm not just kissing ass. On yeah, no, Matt told me that I looked like I was in shape. I, yeah. I still got a little bit more to go, but I, I want to drop another couple of pounds, but not much. It makes you feel better. The last special I shot, people were like, "Wow, you look good!" And I was one fifty one, one fifty at that. And now, you... now I'm I was like under one forty two now. Oh, dude, I gotta get closer. To... I'm, I'm over two bills. I'm fucking. Well, so you're big. all muscle. Yeah, muscle, but I gotta get back, dude. I'm fucking. What a couple big. of hens we sound like. Oh, you look terrific. <laughs> Cut it out. I've been eating too much. Okay, treat yourself. Exactly you how I feel. No, nah, but a um... couple of fun. we're on the view. Fucking. Oh. You know, and I've been doing my roll. I don't feel like a total piece of shit because I've been doing my jujitsu. I've been rolling a lot, and that always makes me feel good. But uh, I got to get back on that elliptical, and I have to. I had some family over this weekend. I watched the fights. We got to talk about the fucking fights. I only saw because again, oh, I was doing a gig. I only saw obviously what? the uh, the main event and the co-main. Let's talk about the co-main. What did you think, uh, uh, Benavita? The first, I didn't think Benavita was going to make it through that first round. So who yeah. looked great? What did you think of the whole fight in general? Who do you think won? You know, it was close. I I um I I'm gave it to Benavides because of the later rounds. I thought yeah. that he just kind of held up a little bit better. I was surprised after a while. It was a split decision. I was surprised that two judges scored it pretty definitively for Benavides, and then one guy gave it to Cejudo. And it's always yeah. weird if it's like you know. No, yeah, I've been there. Before. If it's really close, but two judges you don't and know then what the third people one are, are watching or thinking and say, what did you I, see? I remember. I mean, the point away. Judge definitely. Frank Cejudo scores it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that point I think hurt him. Oh, somewhere because right. yeah. he took that point away. Were and, you surprised uh, that Elavine took that point? Well, it was the second time, and not for nothing. You are. I mean, at the, you got one. He didn't take it away the first. I'd be very surprised if he took it away the first time, and he didn't. And he did it the second time. He's not doing it on purpose. They're in the both. Um, who's Southport? Uh, uh, Benavidez is. Uh, Joe is. Uh, is Southport. So he, uh, it happens because sure. when he's you know and he's and but like it, it wasn't like it was on purpose. But at the same time, I see that hey, you got to not do you it. You are taking it. It is taking its toll, and that could change the course of a fight. You know. So I mean, you know, I, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world that he did it. I don't know. What's the I'm most times to... you've ever gotten? I never hit got any. Dick. I don't think I had any ever. Really? I don't. I Have never you ever hit anybody in the dick by mistake. No, I never did. Never kicked anybody's dick. What's the most you've the ever cock? seen it? Have you ever seen it more than twice that close? Yeah, together? I think they've done that before. Where and next thing you know, the, a guy could get you know. I don't know if I've ever seen a guy get disqualified for that shit, but I know guys. Uh, I know I've seen you know guys get points taken away, obviously, and and this one. Listen, I'm on the fence with it if it was too soon or not because he did get two blo- hits to the to the. To the to the cock but uh <laughs> but but i was surprised with how i thought going in that, that joe was on a different level for, but i but to be honest with you henry I, I i saw a fight uh mighty mouse and that guy can make anybody look yeah. silly you know what i mean so um i thought that i, I thought it'd be a different fight go a harder fight for for henry but i was very impressed with henry and i actually thought he won but that's not taking into consideration that point take. You know what I mean? That might make right. a difference on the scorecards. But I thought that he, I thought he did enough to win. He was always going forward. He looks like he landed the heavier shots. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. It was a fun fight. It, it was, was more a fun, fun than. Fight. Not that I wasn't into it. 
but it was really fun. You so, know? For some reason, it's the sounds of those fight. It really yeah. sounded like those guys were hitting each other. Like, oh, they man, sound I, like two light heavyweights. Enjoyed fighting. that fight, man. And nothing. I'm not taking nothing from Joe. The fuck? Yeah, we got Max Holloway calling. Oh, up. look oh. at this! Oh, everyone's <laughs> calling on the cell phone today. Hello, weird. is this Max? Yeah, what's up? Hey, buddy, you're calling. We apologize for the setup. Our internet's down, so we got you hooked up on a cell phone through our headphones. It's Matt, Sarah, and Jim Norton. Oh, what's up, man? How what, you doing? What's good, good. up, you crazy Hawaiian? Are you ready for this weekend? This is exciting stuff. Man, I've been ready, man. I've been ready for my whole life, man. It's just another fight, and uh, I get to get a golden ticket at the end of it, so I'm excited. Now, were you scheduled to fight this weekend, or are they just adding this fight? Or were you guys, the, you were already scheduled? Yeah, we scheduled. We, me and me and, uh, me and him are scheduled for, like, uh, I think seven weeks now. Oh, we were supposed to be three rounds, and then uh, we got the bump up. Due to uh, the injury to DC, so uh, it's a blessing, man. I'm blessed. What can I say? It's all in the nickname. Um, that's right. And and, Matt, <laughs> and, and, and you're now on a, a nine uh, fight win streak, and it's it's amazing. Like with ten straight wins, the 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 company you join. Um, you know, guys like Anderson Silva, and there's there's been a few guys who have had that. Hoist Gracie, uh, Demetrius Johnson, uh, Saint Pierre, and John Jones. Like that. That's the company that if you beat uh, Pettis, you're you're about to join. Yeah. Yeah, that man. <laughs> Those guys are uh, legends of the sport, are about to be, you know, future legends. So uh, it's great to be amongst guys and those names like that. And know I'm on the right track, you know. I'm, I'm out here busting my ass day in and day out, and uh, you know, hard work and sacrificing a lot for this. And uh, it's good to see it paying off. Now, um, <laughs> Jimmy, hold on. I was about to. Me and Jimmy sometimes in the studio. We go, oh, you know, you go next, I go next. So go. he pointed to me, and I was about to say something. He puts his hand on mine, and he totally fucked me up. <laughs> Max, <laughs> sorry, Jimmy's a freak. <laughs> go ahead, but <laughs> Jimmy sorry. can't do that to me. But Max, man, first of all, I'm really, really excited for this fight. Styles make fights. Yeah, um, I love watching you fight. You get better with each fight. I was there live when you fought uh, Ricardo uh, Lamos, and that was that was fucking awesome. You seem to be getting better with each fight. Anthony Pettis is a straight up stud. He looked great in his last fight. Style wise, how do you feel you match up with, with Anthony? Style wise, I match up with anyone, man. It's not only Anthony, but anybody in the world. Style wise, I match up with anyone. You know, I believe I'm the best guy walking on this planet Earth on two feet. So uh, I'm ready to go, man. You know, whoever's sitting, sitting across from me in that cage and those when the doors close, it is what it is. You know, they're going to find out uh, who Max Holloway is. And will the winner of you, I guess, you know, you and uh, Anthony fight, and I'm, I'm assuming that the winner fights Jose to unify the, you guys are fighting for the interim belt and he's got the belt. Yeah, you know, like I said, man, you know, this, uh, this fight is the golden ticket, you know, whoever, whoever gets this one in the bag, it's the golden ticket to the title shot. So, uh, the other three title shots, so we see what happens. You know, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh, like I said, man, I've been training for this moment my whole life, so uh, I can't wait to go in there and show the world uh, what's up. And you have not had a title fight yet, is that correct? And on all these, uh, is, is that that is that right, Chris? You, yeah. you you've not had a title fight yet. Why do you think that is? I mean, you're such a great fighter. Ah, uh, it was just business, man, business, you know. And uh, it happened, you know. But all I could do is focus on what I can control, and that was winning fights, you know. So we kept going, we kept doing it, kept on. When he fights, and uh, now we're here, you know, it's, uh, uh, the, the timing is good. Everything is great, and uh can't wait to go out there December 10th and do the damn thing. You know, this is uh, it's been a long time coming, but I ain't complaining. Hell yeah, man. And you've been handling your business. 
But listen, let me switch gears for a second because I just read this now, and I'm surprised I didn't know this. I didn't know that you were an avid video game player. Uh, You're big with the video games. What do you like? I'm, I love I love fucking video games. Yeah. What do you play? I play any game. Any game you want to play, I whoop your ass in. Oh, whoa. I'd be careful with that shit. You play <laughs> Halo. Listen, I'm old school, but you have Xbox or do you have PlayStation uh, 4? I got I got both of them. So Holy shit, dude! He's ready. Listen, I've been out of the, I've been out of, off the scene for a little bit, out of the scene for a little bit. You know, I'm good at Pac Man. No, I'm only kidding. I like I love fucking Halo. I love Halo and I love Call of Duty, but I can't hang with the guys with the call. I think I'm yeah. good at Call of Duty, but then one time I played with Joe Lazone. He like said, "Oh, you playing?" And he invited me in his group. And I was so embarrassed. I was so these guys were so Joe Lazone and them guys with that shit. I mean, it's there's different levels. Like I guess like in jujitsu and fighting, I was definitely a fucking blue belt at best. These guys were like, they, I felt bad because I think Joe was like, I mean, he was there with his friends, and I, they like, they're probably like, yo, who's this fucking herb you invited into our group? And then the next thing you know, I wasn't playing with them too much anymore. You gotta get on that throwback, that Call of Duty uh, for remastered. That's the game out right now playing. Or there's a bunch of halos. I gotta go pick up a halo. I just got Gears of War, but uh, yeah. I'm gonna pick up a halo for you and try and try and play it. And oh, halos! So get, uh, for sure. Like the, Good man. What was the first video game you kind of got hooked into? Oh, the first video game, man, that I got hooked into was uh, Nintendo 64. It had to be like uh, probably uh, uh, 007. Golden Eye. Uh, yes. NFL Blitz. NFL Blitz. Yeah, Golden Eye was up. Uh, uh, I think so. It's called uh, Black Darkness. Another shooting game that was uh, or Pitch Black. I think it was it was good, man. It was, I was in it with uh, Nintendo sixty four family when we were growing up. So that's uh, the first games I liked, man. I liked Golden Eye. That was the uh, you know the screen watching when you got four guys on the screen. You yeah, just, yeah you man. That was good fun. I remember Atari. That was my. I'm older than you, so I, I was in the newspaper once for playing video games. 1981, I was 13. I used to play. You remember Asteroids? Did you ever play Asteroids in, in like in an arcade? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I, you know, you're you could be my grandpa, but come on, man. Give, give yourself a little. <laughs> I know that that is an old man thing. That's like when you say you you know I, I did something. Did you ever play pinball? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I used to. I played Asteroids. I played for ten hours. I got in. I pl- I got four point eight million, and they they put me in the newspaper, the local paper. Are you serious? Yeah, I never got laid from that though. No one ever fucks you because you're you, in the paper and, and you're thirteen, what? and you never will with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Hey, I got a question for you too. You, I mean, you you're up. You're sixteen and three, but you started. You were three uh, three and three. Your first six fights. You had. You you know you were you were uh, you lost your first fight and then I think you won a couple and then you lost a couple. What changed after your sixth fight? From now, did you do something drastically different? Nah, man, nothing drastically different. I just think uh, my mindset. You know, uh, I had great coaching. You know, I got some I got some of the best coaching in the world. I believe some of the best teammates and uh, it's just my mind. You know, my mindset, the way the way I look at stuff. You know, uh, my coach got me got me thinking and looking and. The way I approached things uh, was different, you know, on the street. So it, it was great, you know. It's, uh, everything happened for a reason. All those losses happened for a reason. It made me grow, you know. It's not, it's not losing. It's not losing if you learn from it. And I, I've been learning a lot. So you know, I mean, I'm. It's just, I guess, the main thing, like I said, is the mindset. You know, this mindset thing. I got to, uh, got to get it early in my career, and uh, now I'm here. 
And the last, I guess the last time he lost was a decision to Connor. And the question, the thing that seems to take people off guard with him is how hard he hits. Um, did, did he hit harder than you thought he would, or were you pretty ready for what what he had? I, I, you know, go watch the tape, go run it back. I was ready for what he had. You know, uh, the the hardest guy that I ever fought that hit me was uh, Andre Philly. Man, that motherfucker cracked me in that fight. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, uh, Connor is just Connor's just another guy. You know, I don't know. Everybody talk about this and that. Uh, when he hit me, he felt like you know he felt like getting punched from another human being. It was nothing that blew my mind, but. Uh, yeah, shout out to RJ Philly. That guy cracked me a good one. <laughs> <laughs> See, Max don't give a fuck. No, Max does not. <laughs> well, I, dude, good luck, man. You're fighting. Uh, you guys are the main event. Uh, Anthony Pettis. It is the 10th, right, this Saturday yes. in Toronto. And, um, 10 you know, p.m. Fighting for the uh, inter- interim featherweight belt. And then the winner fights uh, Jose Aldo to, to unify that whenever that happens because they bumped Jose up from the interim as soon as Connor had to, uh, to vacate it. So great, great good card. luck, Max. I, I like you a lot, man. I, I think you'll do very well in this fight. Good luck, Max. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for having me on the show. You guys have a great day. All right, anytime, buddy. We'd like to see you soon, okay? Take care, Max. See ya. See ya. He's a good Take guy, care, man. man. We hung out at... Uh, at 200 yeah, with him. Man. He's a really he's good He's hanging dude. out. Well, he's got a good sense of humor. And he's one of those guys that, though, I, I like his attitude, man. Almost like the uh, young BJ Penn attitude. Just fucking crazy Hawaiian. Yeah. Likes to fucking scrap. Likes to fight. You know? I started like, chewing an almond. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, Sorry, babe. Matt. We're about to take a... a, a want to take a, a pee break? Pee pee break. Matt and I say pee breaks, but what we do is Chris leaves the room and then we violently make love. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, you and Chris? No. Me and you? Am I the chick in this deal? <laughs> Fucking sick. That'd be a, that'd be a surprise for everybody. And I and he's my bitch. <laughs> a, say it, Jimmy. Yeah, that's <laughs> been very. I fresh. get all feminine. He's getting a little a little. I come in, he smacks bottom. my ass, he goes fresh fish. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's the way people are. Though. Everyone's a little different. You know what I mean? You'd be surprised how many. I, I dated the dominatrix, and she said that like her clients were usually cops and lawyers really? and judges. Yeah. Powerful, strong guys. Get out of here. Absolutely. I don't believe that. What's her number? (laughs) I got to hear from her myself. (laughs) Yeah, I've been bad. I've been bad. All right, let's go to bed. Right back. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. That was wonderful. Matt and I used the ref's room. Uh, We felt terrific. We, We needed that. Uh, so oh, I did. I def. I certainly did. You know, you, you. I pee a lot because you know you really should drink eight glasses of water a day. Eight? Yeah, but who really does? Coffee, soda, energy drinks. Yeah. I mean, why don't you just drink more water? Because mm. it's bland, and you want something that tastes good. That's why. So mm. here's the solution. What? Drink Hint Water instead. Hint Water was started by Kara Golden a few years ago after having her fourth baby. She was overweight. She had bad acne. She felt awful. She was drinking 10 diet sodas a day. 10? Yeah, and I love diet soda, but that's a lot. That's too much. But she was doing it also instead of drinking water, because really, water is boring. I mean, what other options are there? Juice is full of calories, and the uh, no-calorie drinks are garbage. Mm -hmm. So she started Hint Water. Love it. Hint is pure water. It's infused with the taste of fresh fruit. With Hint, drinking water isn't boring. They have flavors to suit any palate. Watermelon, peach, mango, grapefruit, many, many more. No chemicals, no sugar, just great tasting, all natural, fruit flavored water. Both Health and Self magazines have named Hint Water the best flavored water. And they know how important drinking plenty of water 
Plenter. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> they know how important drinking plenty of water is to your health, not plenter of water. There's no such thing as a plenter of water. Mm-mm. Hey, give me two plenters of hint water. How much is that? I don't know. Just throw the whole bottle in my face. Plus, you don't have to uh, carry uh, heavy cases back from the store. You can have it delivered right to your doorstep. A plenter of hint water. <laughs> Order a plenter, whatever that is. And right now, get a single variety pack shipped directly to your door, including three bottles each of Hint's four most popular flavors. Pineapple, watermelon, crisp apple, and blackberry. Normally, that's $24, but now only $15 at drinkhint.com slash UFC. I drink the blackberry a lot. You do? Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Okay, well, good. It's a nice, a nice personal endorsement. Drinkhint.com slash UFC, and you hit the slash UFC because, you know, with all these cuts... Matt and I may be on our way out the door. Hope not. I hope not, too. You yeah. know what Chris just... Well, you know what? Hold on. You know how you I'll, save our jobs? What's that? You, you go to hint.com slash UFC, and they go, oh my God, Matt and Jim have impact. <laughs> what do you say, Matt? I love Hint Water. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports UFC Unfiltered. Rocket Mortgage brings the mortgage approval process into the 21st century. Fast, powerful, and completely online, Rocket Mortgage has taken all the complicated, time-consuming parts of applying for a mortgage out of the equation. Hate searching through stacks of old files and paperwork? Of course you do. With Rocket Mortgage, you can easily share your bank statements and pay stubs at the touch of one button, helping you get approved in minutes for a custom mortgage solution that's been tailored to your unique financial situation. Even better, with Rocket Mortgage, you can do all of this on your phone or your tablet. It's a quick online process that you can manage from the convenience of your couch. So if you're looking to refinance your mortgage or buy a home, check out Rocket Mortgage today at quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. That's quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Uh, oh, was Dana good today? Well, Dana was great. The thing with the Starbucks thing with Patrick Cummings is I love when funny. he takes the gloves off and just begins fucking pummeling everyone. Dana's himself, man. And that's that's he's the same guy I met, whatever, 16 years ago, 15 years ago. He's the same dude, man. And not for nothing, I feel if I was in a pinch, I never had to do it. But uh, he is that type of guy. Like that story he said with Cowboy, like he caught Cowboy called him when he was in trouble. I don't... I don't listen. I don't ask for anything personally. Right. I don't like to ask for. I don't like to ask for anything. I don't because I'm not that guy to be. Hey, can I ask you to do this or that? I just don't like that. But if I ever felt I was in a pinch, I think that I, I always know sure. that uh, I, I can give that dude a call. He's a very, very generous guy. Although I did ask him for one thing, and he said no. I was kind of fucking annoyed. I hope it's nothing sick. No, no, no. What six million? Okay, well, listen, I mean, the guy got. <laughs> I said, look, I'm looking for an apartment. How about you help me out? And that, uh, uh, you throw me $6 million and that's, uh, that's, he never returns the text. All of a sudden, he's too good to text his friends. That Starbucks story reminded me of, uh, <laughs> I went to go, you know, I go to pick up my kids all the time. I take them to school. It's, it's, it's awesome. I love doing it, you know. But you get into like a route, then you get to know the other dads who are there to pick up their kids. Sure. And yeah, listen, most of them are good guys. I like these guys. But, Joe, Chuck. Oh, but there's always, listen, there's always one guy. You ever get those guys like a, like a skinny cop? Like a cop that's like a... That maybe when he was younger wasn't as, as uh, you know, he wasn't as like as loud or 
or it wasn't a, a guy really, who wasn't used, a tough guy when, when, yes. before he got authority. A guy who's <laughs> using the uniform to make up for the sand yeah. that was kicked in his face. I, yes. I, don't, I don't know if this is that guy, but I I, I, I don't know. I, I smell a little something with the guy. What do you do? So no, no, not a bad guy. But I'm sitting there. No, the Starbucks made me think of it because it was. Uh, I was there the other day, and I'm talking to a couple of my guys I, I like. Man, what guy lives across the street from me? Joe. He listens to the. You know what's funny about that guy? Good guy, nice guy. He owns a, a, a fish. Honestly, a fucking fish market, but he has a big thing with fish he sells over here I love in fish. the city. You know, he, I'm gonna I have to come back with a, his exact title because he came at me the other day and he listens to the fucking podcast. Oh, He's good. a big fan of yours. Tom, nice guy. You. Yeah, Joe. Thank you. How about some fish, Joe? Joe, Joe from Massapequa. Huh? How about some salmon, yeah, Joe? I, I think the guy will hook you up. <laughs> and uh, him, this guy Chuck, who's a nice guy. And so this other guy, fucking, you know, man, you know, men with man's yeah, man. Well, I'm hanging out with these guys, waiting for our daughters with you Joe know, and Chuck, talking about manly stuff. Now, these guys are nice guys. They're cool. But then this other fucking guy, um, then I, you know, I just kind of like, I was, I ran from my school, I'm zipping and zapping, and you know, I love my fucking espresso. You should so do. I had my coffee, so the guy goes, one of those jokes where he's like, hey, uh, and I had a little espresso cup, you know, because it's in Starbucks, they give you little cups for the espresso. So I guess the guy, did, I guess he's not a coffee guy, he goes, man, you must be uh, really needing a pick me up with a, a big coffee like that. It's like, yo, you fucking retard. I go, I'm like, it's an espresso. You know, you, he's looking at me like I got two. You ever drink espresso? He goes, ah, I'm not really into coffee. Really? So I'm having a little cup of coffee, a little tiny little miniature cup? You fucking Nimrod. <laughs> See, now here's the difference between me and Matt. I don't get mad. It's just like, oh, you got me. Sick burn, buddy. You fucking skinny cop. Shut the fuck up. Here's the difference. And I love cops. I'm not, don't give yeah, me. My father was mean. a cop. I know what you mean. I just don't like the... No, dude, and I can take breaking balls, but it's just one of those. Oh man, you really need a big cup of coffee today, huh, pal? It's an espresso, you Nimrod. It's an espresso. Don't talk to me. Let me talk to Joe and Chuck. Wait, now we take things <laughs> like I would have taken that <sighs> as kind of uh, like, oh, he's just being silly. But you must have heard something in that. In that, like you, it wasn't what he said. It was you must have heard something in the approach or the tone that you knew what that was. The guy, listen, it could be totally. In, what did you think it was? He's being a dick. No, I, I listen. I don't know. The guy could be a nice guy. He could be listening. This going, oh, I thought that Matt Sarah was a nice guy. I'm not attacking a guy, but I get that. I, I pick up on vibes of people, and there I pick up. A, I get that. I give it the good vibes. I see Joe, and that guy's my neighbor. Ah, Joe, what's up? He's. Oh, I haven't seen you, Matt. And Chuck's always laughing. Nice guy. Then you got the, the then fucko. Then fucko. <laughs> fucko comes over. Yeah, you know, was down at the precinct the other day. He's like, oh, you know, you manly man. I don't know. He's a nice guy. I don't know the guy too well. He's gonna listen to this and really hate me. But no, I, he I, won't. He'll realize how fast he fucking close oh, he came to getting a fucking fist in his mouth, criticizing wow. someone's tiny coffee. You must really need a pick me up with that little that big cup of coffee. <laughs> it's a fucking espresso, you Nimrod. Now, does he know who you are? Yeah, yeah, I'd be listening. The guy, I guess so. I don't. I don't assume people know who I am. You think you know? he's the type of guy? I I'm really don't. Matt Sarah impressed me. I'll yeah, show him. I'll show him. Hey, nice big cup of coffee. <laughs> Look how small it is, Chuck. <laughs> I feel like just like oh, shut the fuck. up. It would have been great. Is my kid coming out face. yet? Oh God. Uh, What'd I you say? That, what? What'd you say? No, I was laughing. I'm like, I go, it's an espresso. I was kind of taken by surprise. I go, you know what? You, you ever drink espresso? You're not an espresso drinker. And he kind of looked at me like with a, a face on, like, oh, like with cr I'm like, oh shit! Like, what am I talking? Maybe to? he realized what he did. No, Maybe he realized no. I was joshing around, 
And now I'm about to get fucking put to sleep in front of my children's school. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he just thought that, uh, you know... You know, look at that little cup of coffee with this big. Look at this husky guy with this little tiny cup of coffee. Oh shit! He's like, oh, you know, I don't, I'm not a real coffee drinker. I don't really know. Oh, so you don't know what an espresso is? Oh my god! Why am I talking to you? That's the worst. <laughs> Holy shit, man! Open up doors. Oh, get my kid out so I can get the fuck out of here. No, but I love those. Joe, Chuck, all those guys are good dudes. The other guy, he doesn't get a hangout pass with me. <laughs> that's, a, that's it. I have enough. At the end of the day, Jimmy, you know why me and you are like, um, I don't know, not unique at all, but I don't know what we are. I know but I am In unique. other words, yeah, we're unique. You're unique for, for totally And not just because I was blowing a girl <laughs> in the shower last night. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Hold on a second, dude. I'm lightheaded. Holy Mac shit. Is, Mac is very Dude, I'm going to fuck. Look at my head right That's now. very right. Look at my head. I can't tell if it's happy I'm not or shy. I'm not shy about it. I'm no. not blushing. I'm going to fucking pass out. Holy shit. Oh, like, can you give me a second? You got I'm me sorry. laughing. Sorry. You fuck. See, that's, what, that's what the guy was going for with the coffee joke. You, don't, you, you don't, blowing a girl in the shower? Who doesn't? What am I, I rude to my guest? Me, Chris the producer, the yeah, jury's well, still out. You guys aren't good hosts. Oh, I'm, fuck. I'm, I'm a good host. I have somebody at my house. Oh, I host pro- I'm a good host. Oh my God, <laughs> you're such an accommodating host, Jim. Oh, here comes oh, Anthony Pettis on the phone. Lucky oh, for wait, us. Oh, wait, hold on. I still got the giggles. Hi, is this uh, Anthony? Yeah. We have some internet problems today, so you're calling in on the cell phone. We got you hooked in. The connection is not as good as we'd like, but it's it's a Time Warner issue, so we're sorry. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Good, man. Good. Um, how, how are you feeling about this uh, fight against Max on Saturday? And uh, how did you get the news that you you guys were being bumped out to the main event? Yeah, I'm ready, man. I think, uh, you know, uh, I've, I've been training for this guy for the whole camp. I, I put the work in, and uh, I got the news um, through my manager. He told me that uh, DC was out and that they were looking at making this interim title fight. Now, well, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, no, I was going to say, endurance. I mean, they switched it up from three rounds to five rounds. How soon did you when, – when did you find that out, that you had to switch it up to five rounds? Uh, I think we found that out a week ago. Oh, um, a week so ago. we just added, you know – we just added. We just added the uh, training. When everybody else found out, we, we pretty much found out it was official. So, I mean, it was it wasn't a big uh, delay. You know, we found out, and then everybody else found out. Yeah, and both you and uh, and Max never really seemed to have a problem with your gas tank. And how you feeling at one forty five? I saw you with Oliveira, and that was fun. That was an awesome fight, bro. You feel you feeling strong yeah, at one forty five? Yeah, forty five. I'm 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 stronger. I have uh, I have the strength. I have the, the size. So I feel like it's a the weird thing that to feel because at 55 I was always a littler guy. And coming at 55, you know, I could put my my body on on these dudes and, and make sure they can, you know, they can't get up and take them down and grind them out and put the power on them. So that's so good at 45. And well, you and you're also an, an, an impossible guy. I mean, you, I think all your losses are decisions or split decisions, correct? Yeah, I never I never been submitted or knocked out. So it must have been after after three straight losses. Did, were you beginning to because uh, you know they're all good fights? Were you beginning to question things or were you like, now nah, let me just change weights? Man, I'm a little frustrated because uh, I was the champ of that division, and then you know everybody I fought was top top five guys. You know, I, I fought Eddie Alvarez; he won the belt. Rafael Dos Anjos obviously was the champ, and Edson Barboza is right there for a belt. So uh, you know, it's not like I'm fighting any bums out there. I'm fighting the best in the world at 155 pounds, um, and you know I just came short short-handed on these little decisions. So I just time for a change, and time for me to you know make my run at this 145 title. And this weekend, you got a straight-up killer with, with Max Holloway, who's hungry, and he's coming off like we were talking about earlier, what, a nine-fight uh, winning Winch, streak, yeah. which is very hard to achieve, and uh, which is insane, actually. Uh, how do you feel you match up with, with Max? I feel like Max Holloway is a, a younger version of myself. You know, a raw, natural talent, definitely wants it bad, but uh, 
you know, I, I got I got this uh, I got the skill set to beat the guy with the striking. I got the power and the size on him. Um, and the only you know, the only other striker he fought, you know, to my caliber is uh, you know Conor McGregor, and we saw how that fight went down. And I, I feel like I have I have way more tools than Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor has a big left hand and some and some decent kicks. Um, you know, I, I have I have submissions. I have wrestling. I have I have everything. I'm a complete package. Now I have the size. It's a you know great weight class for me. And, and the division itself is, is phenomenal. Even with Conor vacating the belt, I mean, it, with with Jose uh, and all the other guys, uh, you know, Ricardo Lamas and Jeremy Stevens and, uh, you know, Yair Rodriguez, it, it's a tremendous division that you're in. So you're not jumping into an easier division is the point I'm making. Nah, I mean, well, I definitely think it's easier than the lightweight division. Um, lightweight has some killers. I mean, these guys have, have size and, and, and uh, you know, that that's a huge issue when it comes to okay. for me it was control. Like they were controlling more than they were beating me up. I mean these guys weren't beating me up. They were controlling with the body size and, and you know, that, that that kind of thing. So, you know, I, I made adjustments early in my career to make it make it work and uh you know, I just had to get find that motivation again and I think forty five made it made it uh you know interesting again for me. Could you immediately feel it when you were in the ring with uh Charles Oliveira, the difference between between in the in the ten pounds? Like as soon as you guys locked up yeah, could the you first, feel it? Yeah, the first the first double leg he shot, I was like, "Oh man, this is not even close to what I'm used to." And not being a dick, did he make weight for that? <laughs> the guy missed weight a lot. That guy. Yeah, man. he came in. He came in one forty four or something like that. Forty three. You know, oh, he, wow. he was lighter than than the, the cutoff. Yeah, his last one, I think he missed it by nine pounds or something ridiculous. <laughs> something. Yeah, crazy. but I think he took that fight on short notice too. You know? Oh, okay. Well, that's true. Yeah. Now, how and, and your cut is going well? I mean, you, you, you're going ten pounds lower. So is this is this harder for you to get to? First time around, um, we had to see how I felt and figure it out. But this time around, I feel like we're doing it uh, a lot smarter and, and a lot more. I mean, now it's a title fight, you know, we, we had to make sure weight wasn't even close to the issue. So, yeah, we're, we're good, man. I feel like the weight's exactly where we want it to be at. How's my man Duke Rufus doing, man? I love Duke. He's doing all right? Yeah, Duke's the man, bro. Duke's over here just uh, living life. You know, he had a daughter, so he's uh, you know enjoying his time with his family and, and still making world champions. Yeah, man. I, and you were with him your whole career, no? Is that right? My whole career, my yeah, my first amateur fight to, to the WGC title, to the UFC title, and, and coming up this weekend, too. Yeah, because Duke was the champion himself, Jimmy. I don't know if you know about his trainer, Duke Rufus. I know about it, Oh, yeah. man, phenomenal striker, man. Hey, what a great, every time we, I, I, at the fights, I see that, I always love seeing that guy. Just all smiles. What a good dude. Make sure you tell him I say hello. Uh, Oh, definitely, yeah. We're heading to the gym now. I'll make sure I tell uh, so and, and we got to ask you, too. I mean, at the end of October 3, your cars were set on fire and some kind of an arson oh, attack. I heard, I heard Did you guys that. ever find out what was going on there? I mean, there was footage of guys Yeah, man. In. Actually, yeah, the, uh, the the kids came back, and uh, they, they I had cameras this time. So they came back, and they were, I guess they were showing their friends what they did or whatever, and, and uh, you know, this time they got caught. So it was crazy. It was a random, a random act. I guess they just saw some nice cars in the driveway and set them on fire. Wow! So it wasn't because you are who you are. It was literally just the fact that they were nice cars. Yeah, I think it, from what I'm hearing is, is that they were nice cars. Wow! Yeah, they say never return to the scene of a crime. I mean, you, you must you must have been shocked when you saw the video and go, "Oh my god, these assholes!" Bro, came I was back. sitting here like, are these, is this, I was like, "Is this serious? Like, what what is going on right now? Like, it's crazy." And it's the funny thing is too, when you do something vandalous. I, when I was young, I was a vandal. You really don't know who you're fucking with. Like, you know what I mean? It's Not actually lucky for them they got caught and that you didn't walk out and, and catch them. Uh, were you watching the camera when it was happening or no? You just woke up the next morning. I was at, on the way to the gym and I saw my camera send me an alert to someone in the driveway and I, I was watching it, you know, play out in front of my, on my phone. And did you call the police immediately? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I rushed back to the house, called the, called the police, showed them video and the kids got caught. Well, they, they stole a car. They stole a car and had like 20 other, 20 other incidences. I guess, you know, there's an NBA player here. They stole his Porsche and uh, shot at his brother. They so, uh, shot at his brother? Shot at his brother, yeah. They shot at his brother. 
It's got some upstanding citizens over there. Yeah, do you ever think of moving? <laughs> Jesus. The kids are crazy, man. These young dudes, seventh graders, eighth graders. They're scarier to me than 25-year-olds yeah. because 25 or 30-year-olds understand like what, what length of time is yeah. and consequences. But somebody that young, I, to me, almost feels There's invincible. No yeah, especially with no offenses, yeah, they have, they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, so what do you do, what do, you do outside the ring, too? We were talking before about, like, you know, now that there's been, a, you know, a switch in uh, ownership at the UFC, like Matt Hughes and Chuck Liddell, they're, they're putting in their own executives. Like, what do you do besides fight that you're going to, that you want to do, say, after fighting? Do you have anything that you, uh, is, it, is it run a gym, or is there something else you're involved with? Yeah, I already own a, I own one, I own a gym already. I um, own two barber shops and a sports bar. Well, okay, so you've made some smart... You're like one of those football players that starts a car dealership or something. You you were smart with your money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not the car dealership, but yeah, things I can uh, you know, directly you know, make some cash off. Why two barbershops? That's the, I've never heard that before. That's a really interesting well, way to... I, yeah, when I was a kid, man, I had a lot of friends that became barbers, and you know, I always said if, if uh, you know, when, I, when I made it big, I would open up one barbershop, and you know, it did, did well, and I've expanded out to two barbershops now, and you know, for me, they do well, and they're in... In the community, I get to do backpack drives, giveaways, free haircuts for kids that you know do well in school. So oh, I to give back at the same. Oh man, I miss, for, you know what, Jimmy? I used to go every week to get a money fade. I used to go Anthony every week. I used to get a fade and look forward to it, and then eventually my ha- I just had to tap out. And now I do it myself, and I part of it I miss I miss hanging out at the at the barber's lounge I used to go to. My buddy Dex, yeah, used to cut my hair. Yeah. It's actually a good time. You, they, you, you treat them like you shrink. You talk to them. You right. vent. Exactly. I was, you know, not that this is on the subject, but as a boy, I hated the barber because I have cowlicks, so they could never do anything with my hair because it would, always, it always looked like shit. I had two cowlicks in the front of my head, so I just finally buzzed it off, and now I'm happy. <laughs> this is where our conversations go. I got the hook you up. Well, big. Hey, listen, big fight this weekend. Big fucking fight. I, I can't wait. I know what I'm doing. I, I'm going to be watching that thing. And uh, anything else, Jimmy, before we let Anthony go? He's got to train, man. Yeah, and uh, well, you're 19-5. and five. You're fighting Max Holloway, 16-3. and three. Uh, I mean, you both have very, very impressive records. And uh, you're fighting better now that you've dropped down in weight and, and you feel more confident, and it showed um, in your submission. So styles um, make fights, man, and these guys are both extremely well-rounded. Congratulations, too, man, on getting pushed. To, I mean, we all love DC, and it sucks. I wanted to see that fight with Rumble. But look, I mean, I'm happy for you and Max. So, so good luck, man, and, and have a great fight. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. All right, take care. Take care, Anthony. The great Anthony Pettis. Uh, this Saturday night, uh, the main event, him, Max Holloway hey. in uh, Toronto. And yeah. then and then Friday, there's good fights in Albany, too. Oh, yeah, man. That fucking Gian, uh, uh, Gano. Did Gian- I say Gano right, finally? Uh, Gano is fighting Francis Gano. And, you got to uh, watch out for Francis, um, man. Francis Gano, to me, I don't know if he's fast enough to fight uh, guys like Kane. Like, like could he get with the guy? Like, but he hits... Really dude. fucking hard, dude. He's a monster movie. He is a really it's scary puncher. Definitely, when you say the name Francis, you don't. That doesn't pop in your head. No, and he's French, right? Or is he African? Or is he French? Then you know, I, there's like an N, a G, and an N. It's a really crazy yeah. spelling. I believe he's French. He's French, but uh, you know, anybody that has like two consonants together and one is silent, they fucking hit hard. Dude, he, <laughs> he, he looks like he looks like a fucking monster, man. Listen, yeah. you almost really. I almost passed out before Jim. Jimmy, I don't oh, know what the fuck you... You can't come at me like that, dude. I fucking died. Nothing better than making I, your fucking friends laugh. Oh, my God. And, and getting paid for it. I would, yes. do this, I would do this for nothing. Don't I would, know. I wouldn't. Not me. Don't say that. There's new ownership. 
They're gonna, they're gonna take us up on it. I really shouldn't say that. Edit, you guys, I know. I tell you never to edit it, but filter that out. Yeah, take, take that out, please. We didn't mean that. We only do it for uh, more money. What else do we got, Jimmy? I think we could end soon. What else do we got? We talked to three people. Dana we did. Was, Dana you? was phenomenal. Dana, it was good to finally have. We've never had Max Holloway on the show. I'm glad we got um, him. We've never had Anthony Pettis on. I'm glad we finally got Anthony. So uh, I'm, I'm really is, looking forward to these fights this weekend. Two great nights of fights. Oh, wait, let me look at that really quick because that's right here. Because we got oh the oh that is the uh, the co-main event is Francis. Yeah, well, a guy you know, John Vellante is fighting. Oh, as well. of course, yeah. man. And Vellante is fighting Sapa, 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 Sapa. How do you pronounce that? Oh, Saperbeck, uh, Safarov. Oh, Saperbeck. And Derek Lewis, by the way, is the main <laughs> event versus uh, Shamila Abdurakimov. Abdurakimov. Yeah, yeah, I'm always good with, with big names. If you give me an hour and a half to sound it out. <laughs> and the prelims start at Fox Sports on at uh, 8 p.m. Uh, the fight pass six thirty for the fight pass prelims. Oh man, this listen. I know what I'm. I love it. I love that there's a UFC two weeks in a row, where because two just, nights I in my, a row. Is it two nights in a row? It yeah, is, Friday and Saturday. You know, Friday's I, Albany. Is Saturday I, is. Um, what am I looking at here? Oh, I'm looking at the. the oh, this is two nights in oh, a row. Max, Max, you're such a goose. You're such a silly goose. Yeah, oh, two but, nights in a row, Friday oh, and Saturday, man. the 9th and 10th, man. Well, all really good fights. Listen, I, so happy. I got to do it. My wife's got to realize she's good. Though. You're the she, boss. I'll tell you, I had people, I am the boss. But I, I hope she doesn't listen to this part. But she did, <laughs> I'll tell you though, man, she did. I had my, my father, my brother, my, my, my sisters. My, I had one sister, by the way. I don't know why I said sisters. But uh, I think you meant possessive, like my I sister's had, kids. Nah, no, I had, I had my sister's kids also, my uh my nephews, my brother-in-law Ryan, who's a big fan of the show, I had everybody over last night because I haven't seen. My sister lives in the Catskills. I don't see her all too often, so uh, we had such a good time. And my my wife cooked lasagna, ah. homemade pizza, soup. I don't know why there was soup in it. It was beef soup, dude. Jimmy's like that sounds great. Jimmy's dude. like you could tell me this on the subway. I don't know. Why you're I don't tell mind hearing it now. Why not? Oh, people people had, like it. I had such a we had such a good time, man. And I just want to. Thank my wife for putting everything together. She's, After I shoot my special, I want to go to Matt Serra's house. Oh, dude, I want you there. I want to watch a fight with you, but I know I'm going to eat bad if I'm there. Like, like oh, I'll eat lasagna. Happened. We'll have some chips. Oh, dude. So after I shoot the 17th, <laughs> uh, maybe for the Ronda fight or whatever, I'm inviting myself to the oh, Sarah if, household. Listen, if you want to come over for the Ronda fight, I actually think my my sister and him will be there too. But that's going to because she loves Ronda Rousey. My sister, my niece, they like the. They keep telling me, "Could you get us to meet her?" I go, "Look, I don't know her that well." Who Ronda? Yeah, I mean, she's we used friendly to text. Me. She's very nice to me. She, well, and she never she, got back to me last time. <laughs> After a loss, I wrote her. Meet my sister and my niece. You know, they're not impressed Dude, with you know. I'm such a fucking socially awkward idiot. Like I know her. I've oh. interviewed her a couple times on the yeah. radio show. She always says hello. We've chatted, and then I see her at Dane, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother. Like yeah. I'm so. I've talked about this before. I'm so bad at just walking up. And saying hello to people that I know. You know like, I feel like they're going to no, just go, get away from me, you little I, nobody. I think it's more of that a lot of people that aren't, that don't know them as well. You know how many people probably come up to them that are annoying and you just don't want to add to like, hey, I'm another person coming up. That's probably what you think. Sometimes I'll be beyond this. And I know Joe great. I know Joe Rogan for a long time. I, I like Joe a lot. He, uh, he just hit me up recently about something. I, Joe Rogan's an awesome dude. Yes, but he is. But if I see like a line of people like around them, it's like... Yeah, I want to say hello to Joe, but I don't. I mean, one, I don't want to cut anybody off. I don't want to interrupt what he's talking about, but I kind of just want to say what's up and give him a hug. I'll fucking I'm plow right through and <laughs> hug Joe. 
I'm gonna hug. I Joe. plow right through. I don't care who he's talking to. I <sighs> plow right through, unless there's fighters. Then I don't fucking oh. I stand like a girl and I wait my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, I had a blast. Me a fucking, too, buddy. I had a always blast fun. today, and uh, I'm really worried I'm gonna drop one day in here because that's my head turns weird colors. It's red. I don't know what you're looking at when I'm laughing. Like, is it still red now? No, no, no. you're good. I'm saying, but it turns red. But that's, what, that's probably what it's like to see Matt angry too, and his head gets red. You're like, oh fuck, dude. That was, oh, dude. No. I, I don't, dude. You came out of nowhere with that thing, and I. Sometimes you give me the giggles, Jimmy. Thank you, buddy. You give me the giggles. Hey, listen. Who we got Wednesday or Thursday? Yeah, for what Thursday. Do we got, we got uh, Cowboy Cerrone. Okay. Yes. Ooh, ooh. And I forget get... who the other person is. Well, you forget. Oh, Chris. Wow. I'm sure he's going to feel great. That's about terrible, that. producing. Who are, is you, it? are you looking it up now? Yes. Yeah, Probably Ariel Emanuel or something. <laughs> or Ari Emanuel. Did I fuck up the boss's name, too? Yeah, I think. Oh, uh, Matt Brown, the guy he's fighting at uh, 206. Oh, oh, for, and enough okay. of nothing. Not, and we'll talk. We'll delve into that in the next episode. But that is a fucking phenomenal fight. Yes, it is. Cal, I mean, I can't think of a more exciting fight. That's fucking... After the, that's what, what, are they, what way fight, are they fighting man. at? Welterweight. Okay, that's after it. the uh, Gastelum fight, uh, you know, got fucked up at uh, yeah. 205, Cowboy yeah. must be very happy to be getting a fight yeah, but, soon but Cow's after. Cowboy, he has been looking amazing. Cow's boy. <laughs> <laughs> cows, cows, the Cow's boy. <laughs> cow, did I say Cow's boy? You did. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking moron. No, you just talking Cowboy about has been looking phenomenal at Welterweight. Yeah. So, and, and, and Matt Brown's a straight up killer, man. That guy will fucking... That guy will fight at heavyweight. That guy's uh, that guy's just a straight up warrior. So that, I'm looking. That's a great fight. It is it's a great, great fight. fight. Yeah, so many great fights. I I love that we have to watch these fights because I'd be watching them anyway, and we get to talk about them. And it's such a good time, Jimmy. I know it's really really fun. I sometimes I wish I had more time to watch the whole car, but I'm on the road doing shows. It's yeah. hard. But uh, hopefully after the seventeenth, that will end off some time. Do you have anything to plug? No, I mean this uh, this this Friday and Saturday, I'm doing my final shows before my special Ooh. in Doylestown, and then um, Doylestown. New Year's Eve, I'm at the Tarrytown Music Hall, and that's my last gig of the tour. And then I begin working on new stuff. So the tour has been fucking amazing. So come out and uh, if you want to see one of those shows, and if not, I get it. I don't want to see me either. Well, I definitely want to see. I don't know if I'm going to Doylestown. I don't know where that is. It's in Pennsylvania. It's oh, I'm great, sorry. You right. said that. It's okay. I'd love to. I, I do it. I, and I told you, I'm going to see you next time you're in the city. Oh, you let me know when you're going locally. Where I can just sneak in there and see you. <laughs> I know the I know the show's coming to a, a halt, but Jimmy just doesn't even look at me. He's looking at his phone. Oh, he's like, no, no, he's no. like oh, I thought we were done. Hey, listen. But seriously, great show today. The most important thing. We found out. A lot of things. Breaking stuff. Biggest thing. Dana White looking for a fight. I think we'll all agree that's the biggest news that came out of today's podcast. And it's going to be coming out again. The next show is in January. And I think I'm going on the road in January, too. And, Jimmy, I'm sure you'll be there shortly with us also. I hope so. Let's pick locations. Yes. Philippines. Norway. Switzerland. I want to go to Norway. All right. Let's go to Norway. Hey. All right, everybody. Um, Bye. Bye, Jimmy. Bye-bye, Matt. Bye, Chris. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, 
They'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.